0: everybody so cthulhu showed up and i, I don't mean in game right I, didn't, I don't mean that they had an encounter against cthulhu i mean cthulhu ripped his slimy ass through a portal and sat down at the table and everyone went crazy and he kind of was just showed up and was like hey i don't have any dice can i borrow some and you know everyone was too busy ripping their eyeballs out for really the answer so he just felt really awkward grabbed some chicks and went home chicks chips i meant to say chips grabbed some chips and went home why not anyway. both? Oh. <laughs> true why not both welcome to the sessions canceled podcast everybody uh it is me your boy isaiah uh, I'm actually only here with the other boy, Matt, today. Yeah. Uh, and today is going to be a shorter episode. We are... Uh, it's it's holiday week and we wanted to get an episode out and the scheduling was kind of fucked mm. because Matt caught the vid and was dying. Yeah, so, half know. my
1: job caught the vid. It was it was a fun time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so today is going to be one of our, our famous sort of stream of consciousness, first thing that came to your mind, uh... I saw like
1: you and me uh, being, uh, uh, was it, uh, Triple C in the On morning? On topic for
0: like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not fucking, fucking best story we have, baby. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God.
1: We just gotta start this off like a Vsauce thing. You're like, what? You know, dice. And you're like, do do. Have the music play in the background. Talk about <laughs> random fucking tabletop thing.
0: <laughs> I just, no, God. Now I'm just like, dice. And it's the fucking, uh,. Oh, God, is it the X-Files? The <laughs> where
1: did they come from? They're little polyhedrals, you know, holding the mathematical equations to the universe. But what else did uh, they Egypt do? Egypt,
0: apparently, is like where Egypt. I think the first recorded D20 was from.
1: Yeah, that's See, that's cool.
0: what I mean, Matt. People yeah. in Egypt were fucking massive-brained, and we just, hmm. we're just just too dumb to get it. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about how the Egyptians did the pyramids and all that right but before They we were, were so recording. smart,
1: they'd be around, idiot. <laughs> They are you fucking dunks. <laughs> no, I meant the people, not the pyramids. They are you fucking dunks? Oh yeah, mummies.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, well, no, I meant the I Egyptian meant the, people who are still alive today. Oh no, no. All
1: right, all right. Wait, no, not like no. I meant like the people who were living in that time.
0: Not moment. <laughs> so, so, so you, because they they had an understanding of complex math, automatically they just become immortal. Is that is yeah? That they, saying? Didn't,
1: they didn't. They don't understand like the, the power of necromancy lich them. They could have survived all these years, but they were not so smart now, are they? Okay. Now they're just, they're just right. lying okay. buried in the sand somewhere.
0: Okay, all waiting for right. Indiana all
1: Jones right. to find them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Also, uh, Josh well, isn't here, so one of us has to do the uh, do the thing. Oh, I'm not doing it. I don't give a fuck. You can do it. <laughs> oh, uh, oh god, which is the one we do in the beginning of the episode? I, dude, I
0: don't know. Uh, I just don't I just say follow. the wrong thing on
1: purpose to get him oh, mad, and then he'll yeah. do it anyway. Yep. All right. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the pod for uh, podcast platform of your, uh, of your choice. And uh, if you're already currently following, uh, tell a friend. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate, it, guy. Mary Hunt. Something,
0: something. Uh, If you want to find us, you can find us on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's at the end. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) fuck, wait, that is at the end. (laughs)
1: Um, Uh, Fuck, all right, well. Actually, random question uh, for you since this is going to be totally random conscious episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you ever played in uh, like a holiday or Christmas one shot before?
0: Mm, Hmm. No. No, I don't think I've done I, so I we've done holiday sessions mm. in a campaign that I've been in. We did a we did a, a a Halloween one for my first campaign which despite everything I've bad I've said about that campaign. That actually was a pretty cool session to just like see little like the the little kids in costumes doing Halloween shit. Yeah. I actually really liked that and there was this they were, like we met this super intimidating executioner dude. He was like the the like second in command of this massive castle. And he was like, he pretty much, despite us being level like 13, he was the GM was, was not too subtle being like, if you pick a fight, he will fuck you up. Uh, and
1: you're like, oh yeah, let's go. Oh
0: yeah, brother, just like everything <laughs> in this game. Um, and then to see that character being like, just kind of like a goofy goober, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hand and treats the kids, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I, I actually, I kind of, that'd be really funny to bring back like our goblins and kobolds and do a fucking... You know, Christmas holiday stream with fucking what's his name? The goober streamer wizard man.
1: Oh, crap. Oh, yeah, yeah, crap. If I can update the other two, um, because I actually have the magazines where they did, you know, uh, White Plume Mountain 2 and White Plume Mountain 3, Revenge of Karaptus or whatever, but they end up being like mostly like outside the dungeon adventures. And then the ending is the weird like funhouse dungeon, like updated. And I'm like, I would rather just do like the, the just the dungeons. Um, but some of them, some of the ideas, I think Wizards of the Coast already has taken use for like other things like uh, the whole invisible beholder thing was from one of the, the two updated dungeons from Tomb of Annihilation.
0: Bruh, did you <laughs> just say invisible? beholder? Yeah,
1: spoilers for Tomb of Annihilation. In uh, Tomb of Annihilation, the, the biggest thing is at the end of the campaign, you go through a dungeon and the dungeon is a Tomb of Horrors like homage. So it's meant to like fuck with your players constantly. Um, and basically the, the whole campaign of Tomb of Annihilation is a giant meat grinder. One of the things in said dungeon is a room that has like a lever or something like you can't escape it. A Sarak, because he's crazy as fuck. One of the things he did was he he met a Beholder. They became friends, the bo- uh, and crap, uh, not crap. Sorry, um a Sarak cast wish on the beholder to make it permanently invisible. And then locked it in (laughs) his in this dungeon. So there's a random giant room. And there's also a puzzle that you have to solve while you're fighting an invisible beholder.
0: It is so fucked, and I love it so much. It's so (laughs) gangster, I I was, like, using the most powerful spell available to a wizard, he was like, this is going to be hilarious.
1: It's so funny, like, because I read a lot of, like, you know, the 5e modules and stuff, and seeing, like, there are a lot of instances where, like, the bad guys, if they're powerful wizards, they cast Wish to just do a random shit, like... To do player shit? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're like I, I you're
1: like the fuck
0: even <laughs> well like yeah no. If, pe- if someone ever tells me like that's not how a wizard would use wish and then I have to remind them about the wizard in Descent to Avernus who turned himself into an otter with wish or he used what he was used, it like, wish used was it polymorph? True polymorph yeah that one yeah right. the, using godly level magic and he's like I want to be an otter and you're like why and he's like because I identify as an otter and you go Fair enough, okay? I just God, I hate Twitch. So, so you just you, you waited. You waited decades. And then you turned yourself into another. Yes. Fair enough, rocket. All right, how are we hey. going to help? <laughs> hey. Um
1: I was uh, I uh but going back to the original, I actually did play like early early on uh a Christmas themed one shot which was kind of nice. This is when this is uh, the only time I ever played um, Blade, uh, a Bladesinger wizard. And this is the uh, the Sword Coast Adventurers Guide version. So it wasn't as like updated and polished. Um, actually, no, actually. To be fair, they only touched up like one or two things from the Tasha's version, so I actually I shouldn't say that. Um. But yeah, like at just level 20 and I made him like, I made him, a sh- I could have made him a dex one, just, you know, because it was like, oh, like, like, then I can get my AC at 35 or whatever. But I'm like, no, I'll do strength. I'll get like, uh, and the DM's like, because it was a level 20 Christmas one shot. So he's like, everyone gets like, you know, three magic items, like legendary, whatever the fuck. I think I got like a super like mega sword, staff of power, some shit. I think like a belt of st- of giant strength of some sort. So like I had like a redonkulous strong. I was an elf, too. So I was just a redonkulous strong elf wizard with fucking a staff of power. And it's like, I don't remember what the sword was. I don't think it was like a vorpal sword or anything crazy, but like, you know, I was just I was doing doing the Gandalf thing. Like I have a fucking giant long sword. I have fucking muscle wizard strength on the belt. <laughs> and I think what were, we were re- like we were summoned by the king to rescue Santa, who has been taken to the Plane of Ice by like an ice queen bitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, okay, mm-hmm. so we get teleported to the Plane of Ice. We fight an ice baller. We- <laughs> the DM just took a picture of a baller and painted it blue.
0: <laughs> Did he, Were you fighting Krampus?
1: Uh, no, no. Surprising not Krampus now. We get into we get to uh, the ice palace. We fight the ice, uh, the ice queen lady who kidnaps Santa, along with like just an ass ton of ice devils, like the 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 insect guys. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen like art of them, but
0: ice devils Uh, are basically just big blue butts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, but you know, I. Considering that, I, as far as I'm aware, uh, insects do not do good in extreme cold. Uh, yeah, yeah I don't I, 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 No, no. Yeah. I don't,
1: yeah. It's weird, too, because even like also a bone devil is like kind of insectoid.
0: Are they, I just thought they were more, ske- although I, I, get, They're like I see skeletal, what you're saying, because they, they, they have, they, the have the like wing, a carapace. Yeah, carab- yeah, 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 I see what you're saying. Oh, they um, do have bug wigs, don't they? Yeah. Uh, and then then I think there's de- also a Ugoloth.
1: That's just a big walking bug.
0: Yes, like, the bug man. Yeah, and you're like... Yeah, they do. They have, like, dragonfly wings.
1: What the hell? Yeah, I love fucking bone devils. They're, they're like, one of my favorite devils, but...
0: Oh, they also have scorpion tails. I... Yeah. Oh, I my God. I feel like I've, it's been so long since I've seen these guys full art that I'm like, what am I looking at right now? Yeah, these yeah, are yeah. sick.
1: I told you guys about the... the in the three-year game. I, yeah, I mentioned on podcast, too, like, the, my players fought, like, three of these and it almost killed our barbarian just because of the stinger attack. does a fuck ton of poison damage. Which is like, you're like, oh, at high levels, shouldn't everybody be resisting the poison damage? And it's like, yeah, no, it's it, it's a lot of poison
0: damage, like a lot, a lot. Okay, So a, a few things. Three just, of those. In, it, yeah. A few things over the course of you just talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing uh, is I'm really sad that your DM didn't make the, the fucking the Baylor blue and then put a red uh, like a red Santa hat on him the way that you did with Snarla because that would have been
1: hilarious. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, if to so those of you who don't know this story, Matt ran one of the White Plume Mountain adventures for us as a one-shot. And our, our whole thing was we had to play either kobolds or goblins. Uh, and we had to swap because we did two of them. So at the beginning, uh, me and... Oh, God. Who,
1: who um, was in that
0: game with us? It, Chris? Was, it was That's right. It was Chris. I think you guys uh, were
1: kobolds and Josh and Sam were goblins. For I, yes,
0: League? yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Josh and Sam were goblins uh and uh the there's a bit where you go into a room and there's this werewolf wizard lady and her husband and when we broke into the room the way that Matt described the 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 werewolf the female werewolf pulling out a book and then putting a star-speckled hat on had us in tears because <laughs> we were like there's no way there's no way. Ain't no way.
1: Because the, In the book, it literally says, like, yeah, werewolf wizard lady names. I'm like, wizard? And, like, it has, like, her whole spell list and everything. And I'm like, and, like, in my head, I'm like, how the fuck do I tell them that? Sh-? Like, how do I show them that this is a wizard? Ah, I know. I'll do the goofiest fucking thing possible. The fucking pointy cone. <laughs> the pointy star
0: <laughs> speckled cone, yeah. <Star-Speckled-Conia. laughs> the fucking Disney magic <laughs> Uh, the only thing that made it funnier is when we were fighting her and her husband came in and he yelled out her name, which <laughs> is Snarla. We were like, no. No, surely not. Surely this is Matt fucking with us. Uh, fun fact, it was not. Oh, actually, officially in the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, second thing is I, I, was, I watched that, uh, the second thing I wanted to bring up in, in terms of your story. I was watching someone be like, there's no way to do super speed in movies. That's cool, and then I went. I just thought back to uh, the fucking Shin Common Rider movie, where mm-hmm. one of the villains is like bee themed, and her whole thing is super speed, and she has these like. When she like starts the fight, she sp- or sprouts these like etheric, like hornet wings, okay, and they just have this. It's this, this a. It's a really cool effect that they managed to pull off, and the way that the music kicks in, and the whole fight is really, really uncanny valley. Because it's showing what two human beings running at super speed would look like to a normal person's eyes. And they're just fucking zip zap zooping all over the map. Mm. And you're like, this is actually kind of sick. Um, yeah. Yeah, just a random thought. And then, uh, what was the third one I was thinking? Damn it. Crap. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, I, one thing I wanted to bring up was the boss fight okay. I just finished. My, the second to last big boss fight for my campaign. We'll get into that in a little bit. Oh, yeah, um, man. I forgot to make... Cthulhu resistant or immune to poison? Just forgot. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> the 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 pet creature for uh, Paladin's character, the like the death hawk uh, thing, bird dragon thing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. As I I gave it like bits of a wyvern stat block. Mm. So the fact that it just kept stinging Cthulhu and he's like, ah, ah, stop, stop it, it hurts, stop. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Oh, I forgot that this was, like, an effective means of attacking. I probably should have made him immune to this. Oops. Um, it's yeah, fine, it's, though. It's funny. Most creatures at high level. bird 60 feet into a mountain. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Very funny. You were saying my bad.
1: <laughs> no, I was about to say, I'm surprised, because most monsters, like, high CR-wise, are... They just give them, like, immunity to poison. Like, instead of just being resistant, most of them are just immune to poison. And then the poison condition, because, like... Oh, you're fighting a dragon and he got poisoned. Man, that sucks. What a terrible fight. Now it's like, okay, let's just let's just make them all immune. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. Well, so that was the that was the weird thing is that I I mean it, it, they boss is dead now, so I can I can spoil it. Hmm. I used a, a Tromocratis from Theros as the base. Yeah. And I mixed in some stuff from uh, these like standard kraken and mm-hmm. a little bit of an Aboleth was like the three things I used. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just the, the uh, none of those things have resistance or immunity to poison. I was fascinated.
1: I'm, yeah, actually, I'm very surprised by that, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess because they I mean, they, they have legendary resistance to avoid being poisoned, but like still. Let, yeah, that's weird. They're also ocean guys like you'd think like there's they're going to eat some kind of like deadly fish at some point like the
0: hell. Yeah, let's see. Tromocratus. So it, it resistant to cold lightning and thunder. Immune to fire, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks. Mm. Immune to charmed, frightened, paralyzed, and restrained. Oh shit. Uh Kraken. Uh we'll do the
1: Damn, people people uh, hate on water campaigns, but uh probably play play more of them. You can actually be, you know, use poison damage for once.
0: <laughs> yes. True. Uh damage immunities. Uh, f- lightning, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing for non-magical. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Then frightened and paralyzed. What the hell? You can nah, bro. The fact that you can use restraining strike on this thing successfully yeah. is insane to me, but okay. Mm. Um And then the abolith. Yeah. Yep, abolith has no resistance or immunity.
1: Wow, I'm I'm surprised with cold with that one. But her psychic at least because I like yeah, what? Yeah, is are like Eldritch like abominations that used to rule? It's funny. they their lore is literally like they were living on the plane of water. They seeped into the earth or toro whatever the fuck like millions of years ago, ruled society were defeated and now just hide in dungeons and under the ocean waiting for their time to strike.
0: Oh, yeah, because there's only like a few dozen of them left, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it, that is kind of uh, like the fact that they don't come from the astral air, like astral sea or whatever they're from. The plane of water was always kind of strange to me. Mm. Uh, considering that they kind of didn't weren't. Weren't they the ones who originally like to control of the mind flayers?
1: I don't know. I don't remember that. I don't think so. I don't think there's a connection with my, Maybe there is. And I just forgot or don't know it. Uh, hmm. Mostly, when it comes to like mind flares, they're kind of like their own thing, and they have like branching out like creatures. Like you have the whole Gith Githyanki Githzerai race being you know spawned from them. Basically, like they were some sort of space elves after millennia of being enslaved and mind flareified became their own thing. Same with the Durgar after fucking centuries of being mind flareified became their own thing. Deep gnomes. same thing. <laughs> Um, what yeah. else? There's, there's a couple other like, there's a couple other races where their main thing was, and then the mind flayers enslaved them for eons. And it's like, okay, and it uh, just warped the, them. Um,
0: what are they called? Oh, my, 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 maybe? Kulatoa, my, my, my favorite baby boys. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, my players just, uh, they didn't fight them, but my players just met some and I'll, I'll have a couple, actually a couple, this was a while ago um they went through like uh actually because in in the strict game i'm running every time they do downtime they're like one of the campuses of strict is basically just this giant desert plain uh place built into like a giant cre- crevice where like a bunch of buildings and like the school um teaching buildings and stuff are and you can go like dungeon diving and exploring So i made like a whole mechanic so they can do that and they can go dungeon dive and explore and find some treasure they might be able to find dungeons and they found a dungeon where a student was studying like basically trying to harness the power of the Kua like weird god creating magic mm-hmm. but then some of the students narked on her and like told the professor other students trying to like shut down her project because they're like this is probably pretty fucking evil like <laughs>
0: yeah, this breaks <laughs> a lot a lot of conduct codes
1: uh, uh but I think my favorite was that cuz like they were like as soon as the player cuz they first they didn't see the student. They met the Kutol first and they saw them and they're like drawing on this big like magic circle on the ground and they're like all right that's that's definitely not good. And then they walked up to him and all the are like we're just you know we do we're doing we do magic drawing so we can power the magic for the pretty student lady. And they are like this pretty student what the fuck what What are you on about? Weird fish guys. What? (laughs) And then they finally, like, they they met the student. And then she's like, yeah, I'm going to harness their power and use it for some sort of, like, questionable, like, reason. And, like, this is, like, these are all sorts of red flags happening here, Matt. I don't like any of this whatsoever.
0: (laughs) Look, you can't just control people. Then why is enchantment even a thing I can study at the school? Exactly. That, That is. That's a very... Good point, actually. Um, I forgot to have a staff meeting about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Kuotoa yeah,
1: look- are funny. They're
0: fucking <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I love the Kuotoa. They're basically just fishy orcs from 40k. Yeah. They just they just think gods into existence. They're just goofy boys who despite probably canonically having the worst time in all of Forgotten Realms. Yeah, having a great time to themselves just in their own little world. I just love bringing up uh blue doop poop,
1: the, the lobster headed naked lady.
0: Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. Just Wait, like man, my name? players are
1: like, this can't be a real God. And it's like, well, actually, it is is. <laughs> you know, like, God damn it. <laughs> it's
0: fucking cool. Kuo- Toa gods. Yeah, it's what literally
1: just because the Toa, they'll just sometimes they just make gods It's kind of like how beholders will just create other beholders into being. And Blue poop, I guess, became the most uh, famous or most well-known do poop. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally <laughs> naked lady lobster claws and a lobster head. That's it. Uh, like, it's so fucking ridiculous. It's just, oh, I don't like like. You, like. I think someone's made like people have made adventure. I kind of want to read some of the adventures I've seen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't um, like that the, look at that the this, this picture insignifies that she has a face under her lobster face. Oh, there's yeah. cheekbones there. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, uh, I don't know where the art is from, but like it's if you tie it, uh, I don't even want to say how to spell it. But basically, bull do poop. Big lobster, ba- big naked lobster lady. Indeed. So funny. I don't even know like what, what her domains are or whatever, like it's just it's fun. It's so funny because, like, again, all the, the the weirdness, the silliness that happens sometimes in d and then this happens, you're like, oh, my God.
0: Um. So it says some kuotoa engage in demon worship. Mm. Uh, wait, wait. What is the name they had for Demogorgon? I just saw it. It had me stit. Yeah, the the Li Mu Gugun. <laughs> and they refer to ball as Bual. <laughs> bual
1: Oh yeah, fuck. Um so that's technically so that's actually they had a um in Baldur's Gate 3 you can meet Kuatoa and they literally like there's a thing where they're like we worship the god of boo all
0: you're like god damn it
1: (laughs) You're like fucking of course you guys
0: do. (laughs) He's like oh that's so wait oh wait that's ball yeah oh that's evil oh yeah 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 yeah, you're like you're evil but you're so cute Ah. (laughs) reloads shotgun shame <laughs> I, love, God, I love hot fuzz It's that a good fucking movie <laughs> uh, you know what's funny i mm. i know i've seen hot fuzz before i know i have because i watched oh. the the like back when what were, it was what were the first three movies it was hot fuzz
1: um, Shaun, of the, Shaun Dead, of the Dead. And then and, I haven't seen the, the the one World's End. I haven't seen that one. And I should yeah, yeah. I love Edgar Wright and I love all those guys.
0: Um so I know I've seen Hot Fuzz because this was what I was in probably early high school. I was at a friend's house and they were mm-hmm. running a movie marathon, and we were all Schmacked. Uh I I was I stayed on the Bevies, but my, my mother mm-hmm. Schmacked. And I and I distinctly remember the, the shotgun thing, which is probably the first time I had seen it, and it had me again just rolling over.
1: That's like at the end of the movie
0: too. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, it's because when they're when they're, they're uh, fighting the whole the fucking town. Right? <laughs> yeah, don't remember any of it. Hmm. I I the only thing I remember out of that out of all of them, besides the the don't stop me now bit, is hmm. the bit in that World's End. When the Indian dude is like, yeah, we're aliens and our brains are in our dicks. So they just kept kicking everybody in the nuts. <laughs> 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 that's how they beat the aliens, just kept kicking them all in the nuts uh, I, got, I gotta find where that's streaming. streaming I gotta watch
1: that shit. <laughs> Actually, well, so Friday, we're planning on doing a Prince's Bride movie drinking game because Josh has apparently oh. never seen the Prince's Bride, which hurts my fucking soul. So, uh, wait, uh maybe, maybe we'll do are we a doing, hot fudge. Hmm? Yeah, with our, our Josh? Josh? Yes. What? The one who know about this
0: right now. Yeah, I want to do this. Hmm? I want to do
1: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Friday. We're we're going to do a Friday. How come I was not told about this? Oh, because. Uh, oh, shit. So this was Monday. I'm sorry. So Brad. we talked about doing it Monday and then Tuesday we didn't. We, I guess like, me and Josh just brain farted and
0: completely forgot. <laughs> That's messed up. I love that movie. I think uh, Kevin's also going to join in. So. It's, oh, my goodness. Yeah.
1: So we'll. all. We'll, there's so oh, just, yeah, the, the 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 rules are great. There's like, you know, every time you hear like, like my name is Inigo Montoya, you drink. You killed my father. You drink, and then oh prepare to die. You drink. So every time he says it, you got you drink three fucking drinks. Yeah, and I'm automatic
0: like, three drinks. My goodness. Yeah.
1: Uh, every time Andre the Giant says a riddle or uh, says a rhyme, uh, I forgot what. There's a whole thing of like chugging. Oh. Um, you you've seen the movie, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I won't say because just in case Josh hears this, but like you know the wheel machine that uh, Wesley gets.
0: Tied to? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So apparently, there's a thing where it's like drink, like chug for as long as the wheel is spinning. I'm like, me knowing the movie, I'm like that shit goes on for like a whole minute or two
0: fuck uh, <laughs> that's gonna suck that's yeah that's that is a massive ah uh, yeah no i'm very excited i want to do this
1: oh <laughs> yeah yeah we'll do a friday friday um Where we <laughs> we were on kuatoa yeah i don't know anything else on kuatoa you want to talk about no <laughs> i just
0: i love them i love them so much uh yeah, they're just great. They're, I just I got nothing else. They're great. Um, <laughs> so, Matt, I finished my second to last boss fight last week.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah. You. Yeah, we were actually I think that's where we were originally talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so,
1: they fought Cthulhu or a Cthulhu like thing.
0: Yes, yes. They I had them fight like a giant. And when I say giant, I made it like Great Worm sized. Nice, uh, which was hilarious. Cause I I'd actually I taken the picture and it shows like a like a a person next to it for the size comparison and I took mm. that picture and I shrunk the human down. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was great because they were like, "What is that?" By its f- Oh, that's a dude. Like, oh, that's <laughs> us. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, that is you. Um, uh. I I think it went pretty well if I do mm. say so myself. The yeah. one thing that I recognize as Essentially, a bit of an issue is that because um, Moon, my uh, the the player who plays like the Witcher character, yeah, uh, this boss only came about because I had put I put a little portal, I got like a like a like a little like a, a small temporal rift behind a previous boss fights like arena, and if they went searching for it, they could find it. Mm. And I was wondering what the players would do. And she stuck her arm in it. Nice. And then she got, like, it, it, like, branded her, so to speak. So, it like, you could see this, uh, this pattern of, like, tentacles sort of writhing around her arm. And that mm. that turned her into, like, a radar for any spooky shit going on. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, like Cthulhu is wants to do with, uh, with young ladies is, you know, turn them into priestesses of Cthulhu. I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is a perfect time to perpetuate this stereotype. Um, <laughs> So it like had her kind of cupped in its hands, like it made like a cage out of its hand. And mm. she was kind of stuck there for the whole fight. And I was like, eh. "Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh, that sucks."
0: Yeah. Was it so just like she, she failed a saving throw or like Well, so at first, when they before when they went to like the, the upside down basically, right? Yeah. She was separated from the group being lying like, being like uh, uh like mind melded with Cthulhu like it had like its finger on her forehead and was like downloading data okay so the players did the funniest thing ever Uh, (laughs) and they took a short rest while characters being actively brainwashed (laughs) yo what the fuck to be fair they went through two grueling rounds of a hell level combat I pulled Uh, no punches on them so like I know but still like what the fuck I look I don't blame them, because I absolutely would have done it too. like, they maybe could have won if they hadn't rested, but several characters would have died, straight up. Yeah. Um You could have done Several the, characters-
1: You could have done the critical role thing and, like, given them a short rest without having them wait an hour, but, like, they
0: take a point of exhaustion or some shit, like- I thought about that. I yeah. did. The only like- reason- <laughs> why i didn't recommend it yeah go for it <laughs> is because this combat was gonna have lingering injuries and the way that i'm doing those is that the players can choose to take them and not go down right hmm. um but if they fail on a saving throw and the the dc is whatever damage it took to knock them down mm-hmm. as you can imagine that gets a little crazy yeah. um they automatically take a point of exhaustion
1: okay
0: no matter what it's and you'd
1: still do oh. six exhaustion or are you doing 10 now
0: uh, I'm doing six because I to be honest, we've been doing it for a while with six, and if I do ten, they're just gonna be more incentivized to yeah. not go down. Um So for now I'm gonna keep it with the six. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, and, and the only like I said, the only reason why I didn't is because I was just like they're just they're just gonna start off with a point of exhaustion. That's gonna be rough. Um Yeah. I mean it's not really.
1: I mean they're a high level, like one point isn't gonna it's
0: not gonna it wouldn't be that bad. It wouldn't, but the the, the fact that they were, I think um, Ant was at four points of exhaustion by the end of the fight. Oh. Yeah, uh, and they were, I think, several characters had three. They were really pushing that exhaustion,
1: Mm. and
0: they got jacked up. Uh, Ant's character is, for a month, blind in one eye. Uh, Moon's character has broken ribs... And like internal tra- like internal trauma. So she's weak to thunder and bludgeoning damage. Um I know another character has like crazy disfiguring Lichtenberg scars from his shoulder down to his left leg. Left shoulder to left leg. Um They they got it pretty bad. And I I, I feel confident in kind of like throwing crazy shit at them because they have stuff like that where they can just not go down. And I've given that to them. It's not like they've they've gotten one up on me. You know, I told I I introduced the system with the idea of them doing that so I could throw crazy shit at them. Mm. Um but yeah the, the one thing that I was like, damn it was that she was she was stuck in the, the claw for most of the combat and into the mythic phase. Like in yeah. the way that you know the the mythic phase is is that it's completely immune to damage everywhere on its body, save for the four hearts. So I was saying she could like try to cut the fingers off, right? To get out, but I was like, you can you can still take its hand off. You just won't do any damage to the body, like stat wise. So mm. she was wailing on that thing for several turns and doing no nothing, just nothing. I felt kind of bad about, it. but uh. um, beside that, I think it went pretty well. Uh mm. and I had a lot of fun and i hope they had fun cuz uh there were several times where they were like what, what we're we're dead we're screwed we're done we got nothing like that no 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 i wouldn't do that to you <laughs> um the i i had actually staggered the layer actions until the mythic phase mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: cuz i know i was talking to you like a about a week before being like i don't know what mythic actions i should do uh, or not mythic um uh, layer actions Yeah. And I just stuck with the crack. I just was like, I can't. I just did the water one, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, and it worked like a charm. <laughs> yeah. So nice. Mm. Uh, does predator handshake just <laughs> <still> in- <laughs> is a Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, my players want to be a thank you, by the way. Mm? Oh, Because when I was when you and I were planning the the combat yeah. and you were like, just throw a cracking at him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I told them, and they were like, Yeah, tell them we said thanks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen, they're high, listen, they're listening to this. Like, you guys, you're, you're big boys and girls now. And you're level, what, 17, 18, 20? 17? They're
0: going to be 18 soon. 18, they got experience in the boss fight.
1: You are fine. You know what? You might be able to fight two Krakens at this point. Like, you know, I believe in you. <laughs> Don't believe in yourself. Believe in man who believes in you guys.
0: I mean, if if they're at. Full hit? Probably CBH. Like if I don't do the mythic thing, they probably could fight two Krakens at once.
1: I just remember the uh they uh, ba- back when uh back when Mike Merles was still working on D D. Oh they, boy. Yeah, they ran uh he ran a one-shot and this was the whole like uh jocks machina. So it was like Joe Maganello, yeah. Travis Willingham. And I'm blanking on the other two. Uh, oh, the Big Show. The Big Show. And, and I forgot um, who the third guy was, the one who was the super holy good, good paladin. Fuck,
0: oh, I'm blanking on. He was on another name. wrestler, wasn't he?
1: Was he another wrestler? I don't remember shit.
0: I don't remember. He,
1: I would believe you if you said it. But they were level 20 and Mike Marles threw at them like two, sha- two death knights riding on two shadow dragons with <laughs> a skull lord. And I think a lich or something. And he was laughing because the, the, you know, the players because this, this was a, like it was supposed to be like a one shot live show thing, mm-hmm. and the 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 four players were just just shit stomping all the bad guys, and Mike Morales was laughing. He's like, well, you know, they are level twenty. <laughs> it was like he fucking knew he knew that all the shit he was throwing at them wasn't enough.
0: <laughs> that's you know that's really what I was talking about uh, last episode where I was like. The frustration, of, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, I do actually, we're going to, next time I'm up and we're going to do a, a, an episode on boss fights. Cause I feel like I really want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, Cause they're my favorite part of running the game personally.
1: Yeah. I'll say I've, um, i think I've, I've gotten a good hook on it now.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, the, the thing with high level boss fights and a lot of high level combat is you reasonably speaking, right. You're just not going to win the numbers game. You're just not. Hmm. Um, unless you flood the area, and then you're just with minions, and shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and even then, like, I I you're I don't think you're supposed to win the numbers game, tbh, right? Because usually at the big bad, there's one dude, maybe one dude and some minions. Yeah, the okay. the big bad is supposed to last long enough and do some crazy cool shit. They make the game really like wild for one, like you know, yeah. that's. final boss is when you can do stuff like you know disintegrate and finger of death because at that point the Mm. players probably have wish and they're like okay i'm gonna use wish to replicate you know resurrection i'll bring the character back yada yada stuff like that Mm -hmm. that's when you can throw the crazy stuff but i don't think i think that the name of the game with when it comes to this kind of stuff is as long as it's something they either haven't seen before or something that that is just the wow factor, right? Like, yeah, yeah. If I threw the the Aboliths, like Enslave or or the the star spawns like mind meld ability, mm-hmm. even though that's a, like a lower level CR ability, that's gonna make them be like, ah, oh, crap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just gonna be punch the big bag of HP.
1: Yeah,
0: I think that's really what like makes high level boss fights shine. Mm. And as long as like the players go. All right, well we got to figure this out. All right. And you did it, bud. You get like give yourself a round of applause cuz now that they're thinking about it, they're thinking about the fight. Win condition met. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You won.
1: Yeah. Um, I did um actually I, I think I don't know if I told you and Josh I did the uh, the devil boss fight, the the duelist guy. Uh like actually it was last week.
0: Duelist guy yeah uh, i don't remember um he's a
1: fiend yeah he's a devil so um so one of my players his whole uh his whole backstory is that his warlock patron now this is the alice in wonderland like you know meme character so his patron is the cat but like i i you know he's like the cat's like listen i'm i'm basically kind of like almost like in his um Oh, my God, almost like an imaginary friend type of deal mm-hmm. where the cat can like disappear and reappear whenever only the character can see this cat character. And the cat's whole thing is like, listen, uh, you know, I lost my memories. I need to get him back. And so apparently there's a connection with like an evil arch like hag that is now after the cat and now after the player. So the hag sent this like devil guy who apparently knew the cat, like, you know, backstory wise. And so the players are like, oh, this is I don't know what you did in the past, but this is uh, this is fucked. This is fucked, mate. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and so this devil and his like posse of like other weird wild people like like they broke through they plane shifted into the school and actually almost ambushed and attacked like they attacked the players. And it was a pretty scary fight. And then they did the thing where, like, the players got reinforcements. They're at the school. So professors start showing up. And so this devil like and his whole thing is like a you know, like a weird like fuck. I'll show you the art. I used the MCDM creature art for it. Um, but it is like all covered in like mouths and teeth. But his whole thing is it uses like a dueling sword. And apparently the cat was like some sort of duelist or something in the past. So this devil's like, listen, I'm going to fend. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm going to prove that I'm the superior duelist. And then I'm going to cut your skin off and wear it as a coat. <laughs> and the player's like, what? Whoa, wait a minute. I have not, no involvement in any of this.
0: <laughs> He's like, wait, 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 pause, 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 pause. We can talk about this, right? And the guy just pulls the sword out. Like-
1: so it's been a while and the players uh, doing one of these, the, these dungeon crawls, uh, they accidentally fell into the Feywild. And they're like, oh, this is bad. And they're like, you know, what what worse can be uh, can happen? They're in the, the devil guy's house, like his hideout. Yep. And uh, they're like, oh. So they had to go through his hideout, which was like a little mini dungeon, had to fight a couple of shambling mounds, animated chains, you know, deal with some devil curse Feywild nonsense. Like apparently there is like precedent of like Feywild things getting tainted by like devils. Like apparently there's a, I forgot what they're called, like four leans or something that are basically satyrs that just get possessed or get, uh, basically they're, the uh, you know, m- mommy was a satyr and daddy was Satan. You know, like, okay. Oh, and they're basically just satans. Uh, they're, uh, Satan, sorry. they're basically satyrs that have like fire powers and magic and shit.
0: What are they? Are they still considered fey or are they fiends?
1: I think they're now fiends. Yeah, they're they're crazy. They're they're not that strong to like CR three, but like they have like decent spells. They have pretty good range for like five. I didn't use them. I just I just looked up lore recently about them. Um, But the biggest thing is that they can cast heal and they're only like a CR like two or three creatures. So like, it's like, why do you need this? (laughs) And now it's like, man, those would be really fun minions to like throw out a boss fight and just like Oh hey boss you're looking a little uh, low there heal. <laughs>
0: that would be hilarious but I like just every time one shows up your players can like collectively have an aneurysm.
1: Oh yeah. What the fuck? Where are you coming from? <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah the players they they went through the dungeon they they basically had a big boss fight with him and in his he had four different like uh, they're like kind of Feywild, like ind- individuals who got lost in the Feywild and now are basically just kind of like enslaved to this dude. Like one of them's like a furball a warlock guy. Another, there's just like a-, a paladin of the Unsealy Court. Another's just a-, a pyromaniac sorcerer girl. And the last guy is basically an orc ranger, but his stat block is a rogue. So it's like very confusing. Uh- and so. The devil, like one of the things I did because I, um, I was looking up ledger saplocks blocks and trying to use you know, a, d- a d- for decent amount of monsters to like make this guy challenging, but again, not like overly deadly for love. My players are only level seven right now, so, mm. and one of the things I did that my players hate, uh, actually I think all players hate, but as a DM I love it. Uh, the guy had a big aura around him, and so when my players are like, uh, what is that? I'm like, you'll find out. At the, if, when you start your turn in the aura, you just take 4d4 fire damage
0: because
1: he is radiating heat because he's a devil. And so my players like, oh, I don't like that at all, man. Hey, I really don't like that at all. And so it's a lot of fucking damage up front. And then on top of that, he has the, um, he has basically like a dragon breath attack thing. But instead it's like a world because he's a duelist. So it's like, oh, you know, the oh, what's his name from fucking Overwatch? The basically, the, the summon the dragon like whirlwind blade attack. Oh
0: yeah. So Gen- it's basically a, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically if you come if you come near him, he will fuck you up royally. And most of my players were melee, so it's like, well, guess I'm chunking a lot of damage. <laughs> and Joe, um, Joe, who's he's doing the whole like uh, he's the battle master fighter. He got like two fucking crits off this guy immediately. And like, I think he took out 75% of his health in one turn. And I was just laughing because I'm like, of course. <laughs> but like, all right, yeah,
0: no, no, go, no, no, please no, no, no.
1: And then basically after that, uh, the rest of the players were like trying to focus in on Helping out the other teammates while also dealing with the other four goons, because the other goons were like one of them was holding person. The other fighter, another one was just, you know, a big, scary paladin lady. Like, and it's like, hey, I'm coming for your giblets. Uh, The the pyromancer girl was fireballing and, you know, players like, oh, no, more fire. Awesome. Which that might have been too much, to be honest, but eh. Uh, and then the orc ranger rogue guy just couldn't hit shit. The entire combat until the end. <laughs> and one of the things that the, um, that actually ended up grabbing, cause I, you know, I have the MCDM books, um, there's a devil monster that has these legendary, I grabbed basically the villain, you know, action oriented things, and I basically just treated them as villain, uh, player, uh, villain actions or, uh, legendary actions, sorry.
0: I feel like I don't get the action oriented design.
1: Which is so, not to say that it's
0: bad, I just think I don't get it. Because uh, every time it's described to me, and I've I've, I've heard Matt Covell describe it, I go, yeah, but I don't want that.
1: It's basically, like, it's legendary actions, but in order. So you know how legendary actions, it's like, oh, a monster will have a claw attack, or they move without provoking attacks of opportunity. Normally, legendary actions are just generalized, so you can use them whenever the fuck. The action-oriented design is... There's really they even number them, too. So it's like turn one is the setup and it's like a minor thing where it's like the boss can move like its movements without attacks of opportunity and it like uh, gets the hit melee a creature or whatever. Step two is the uh, step two is the gathering the goons and gathering your allies, because, you know, if it's an action oriented monster, it has some goons around. And usually that is dealing with positioning of the the other goons to make sure they're in the right spot. And then the third one is usually the they even call it the ultimate. You know, the boss activates the ultimate like uh, there's one uh, I think for like the orc chief that basically like every, you know, every other minion around the boss gets to make a melee attack with advantage, and if it hits, it does an extra like 46. And it's like, Jesus, all right, fuck.
0: So I, I think my issue with it, right, is that mm. I want to decide when my bad guy does the big attack, you know, so they there's like a there's like a good it. argument. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh. Well, there's like a like, so for this guy, the one that I, I made, mm. the big attack there was the bite and swallow. Yeah, which it had from its base form. Mm. Uh, not, it didn't, it wasn't even like, um, or no, no, sorry. It wasn't mythic thing. My bad, but oh, I wanted okay. like a player to get swallowed in the mythic phase. Mm-hmm. And I even made it so that when it's swallowed, when that player swallowed, they can still do damage to the heart. Cause it's still inside the body, right? They're like, mm-hmm. st- ch- they're punching through the stomach to the heart. So yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. They're, well, they're still going to do damage while they're in the body. So they're not going to feel useless, but they're going to be stressed because you know they're going to be taking all the crazy acid damage from being digested yeah um I, I guess it's because i sort of think about things in that way so i don't want the game to tell me how to think about it you know what i mean right right like, yeah I think I, I'm, I think
1: I think i'm the oh, I'm opposite no, no no sorry uh, i think i'm the opposite because i kind of like that that the game will be like i because one of the things that again mcm are doing you know, they're stealing a shit ton of things from fourth edition. As much as everyone memed and shit on fourth edition, now we have this big renaissance of people being like, actually, fourth edition wasn't as bad as everyone thinks. It's like, all right, you fucking hipsters. Great, you know? (laughs) Yeah, fourth edition had some good things. Like one of the the things I like when I flip through a fourth edition book is they have a, every monster has a little thing that says tactics. And it's like, hey, this is how the monsters run. This is how to get the best, like, optimized combat or this monster. You don't have to listen to it it doesn't say like this is like the blueprint of what you should do. It's just like monster tactics. It's like, you know, a Displacer Beast likes to ambush and, you know, move around, blah, 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 blah. And there you go. That's it. So I like it that MCM are kind of doing that where they'll have like a little monster tactics page, but then on top of that, they'll have like the action oriented thing is instead of just having a legendary action that it's like, all right, it does a claw attack or it moves without speed. It's a little stronger than that. And the reason it's stronger is because you're supposed to, you're supposed to do them in order because it's supposed to feel also like very, you know, the whole like cinematic thing. It's very like, you know, it makes the combat feel more uh, interesting and entertaining. If it's like, instead of the boss, it's like, all right, now the dragon does a claw attack. You're like, all right, that's it or the MCDM thing where it's like the dragon slams the fucking ground and, you know, columns of fucking ice shoot out of the ground. And you're like, oh, you're like, that's not you know, like, it does it do anything. It's like, it's like not yet. And it's like, what do you mean not yet? <laughs> so now you have the players like on their toes.
0: Maybe I, um, so maybe that's it. It's, it's maybe I think something I, I or one of the few things that I'm like, not super like hype about is mm-hmm. it it's cinematic, but it's only one kind of cinematic. You know what I mean? Like it's, it is, because it's supposed to be like the the fighting Thanos thing at the end, you know. Oh yeah, but I like when sometimes you don't follow that specific um, formula. Like I, well, I personally, I'm a fan of when the big boss does its Omega attack at the start of the fight, and now the players are like. You know they're they're almost certainly not down or mm-hmm. like like done, but maybe several characters went down. So now they're using their spell slots to bring themselves back up and sort of keep pace with the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, but that's a normal. Oh uh, no, no, sorry. Well, because then what you do right is you do enough damage to them mm-hmm. to warrant them using their big spells to heal, and not just waiting for a player to go down to heal True. them. You know. Yeah, I mean a lot
1: of five E monsters they're built that way where it's like and they even a lot of people tell you this too. Like if you look up like a lot of videos on like how to use monsters correctly or like how to how to play a dragon or whatever, it's like use the breath attack turn one. Like always use the breath attack turn one because it does a fuck ton of damage and the players are gonna have the oh shit moment. Whereas like the action oriented thing, um, I don't I don't I don't remember what the dragons do specifically for the M C D M book, but I'm just gonna I'm just going to hypothetical that it's a breath attack. Um let's say turn 1 is like, you know, the action oriented design is like turn 1 is the dragon gets to move, you know, it, a dragon flies into the air and it does like a claw one claw attack against the person. So it's like, okay, it does two things. The next step is some sort of like, you know, setup, so it's like the dragon like radiates cold. Well, I'm just using ice dragon for whatever reason. Uh the dragon radiates cold on the ground, so a bunch of these ice spikes make basically like almost like a wall behind the players boxing them in. And then the ultimate is the dragon breath attacks. that does hundred D 10s. And you're just like, okay. you're like all right. and it's kind of built up more video game than anything. Cause a lot of boss fights in video games, you get a boss down or like raid bosses in world of Warcraft, I guess, where once you get the boss half health, then, like the second or, or Elden Ring, Dark Souls, like then the second phase starts and the boss is stronger and he does like an Omega move and you're like, what the fuck is that? And then you die a thousand times trying to beat him. Hmm. So, I think the action oriented thing is more, it is more video gamey. Um, But, like, I, I think it depends on the monster, like, because I think, again, with the, the devil fight, it worked out fucking great. But, like, a dragon, I don't know, because I also work so into 5e now. For me, it's like the like just the basic bitch, like a dragon's legendary actions to just claw attack and perceive like it's it's kind of boring for me. Like dragons are probably some of the best monsters designed in the monster manual. But like looking at it, the future, like looking at now, you know, their legendary actions are kind of boring.
0: And also, come, I think the, the legendary action so that I think that yeah. uh, gets slept on is the, like, wing attack they do. Oh,
1: the wing attack's great, yeah. Um yeah. I, forgot well, so that's I, I, a, I forgot that's a legendary. I thought that was... I keep forgetting it's, uh... I mix up the tail attack with the wing attack, and the wing attack is the, the legendary. That's I always flip flop those.
0: Uh, let's... Uh, ancient Brass Bite Claw, Tail, Frightening Presence Breath Weapon, uh, both weapons To Fire and Sleep Breath, Shape Change uh, Detect Tail Attack, Wing Attack, so it doesn't Can't do a Breath Weapon, or it's Legendary okay. I mean So I, I do kind of agree with Josh with this Where I, I would actually refute you when I say That they're some of the best designed mm-hmm. I think they're some of the hardest hitting But I think And to be fair, this has been fixed a little bit with Fizzbands doing the like two breath types and like the shape change and stuff like that. Most of their attacks is just how do I hit you? Mm. But the the wing attack is cool because,
1: uh... It acts people prone and does it push them too? I don't remember.
0: No, I think it should push them because I think, uh, like a forced movement mechanic is always fun. Like the Kraken Mm -hmm. I used or the, the thing I used had that where it's like the wave of water pushes you 60 feet in one direction if you fail to save um because the players go oh crap right now i'm in melee and now i have to i'm climbing up difficult terrain because i like the map i used had a bunch of there was like one pathway and a bunch of like craggy hills they had to climb up Mm. it was halving their movement and like forcing them to think about which what's the best path best path of direction you know yeah um so riddle me this Mm. does uh the action oriented design allow for the big attack to happen at the beginning, the middle and the end, respectively? Are there like some monsters where they they do the Dark Souls phase two then they do their big attack?
1: No, so basically how I think they actually ended up changing it where now if you wanted you can do the ultimate first. You don't have to go one, two, three in order, but I think like if you want a more, again, the cinematic thing or more video gamey thing, you can do like the first one, which is a basic thing, then the setup and then the ultimate. Uh, But you don't have to follow that blueprint anymore. Uh, Most of their bosses uh, and most of the legendary monsters or the action oriented monsters. uh, They don't really have like there's no like mythic monsters in the book. They're mostly just like they hit they've hit like fucking trucks. They have really cool and different kind of like like mechanics. Um, trying to think of like, yeah, I should probably have like the PDF open while I'm talking about this, to be honest.
0: Well, to be, uh, you know, what I think you don't necessarily need a mythic phase to be a cool phase, too, right? No, like, if you're I fighting, no, I don't think you need um, to. like, Tiamat, right? And you're kicking yeah. her ass and you're doing all this stuff, although she has a mythic, so maybe not use her, but like, uh, well, the old Tiamat oh, you can use. Uh, let's see, ancient red dragon, right? If you're fighting ancient red dragon. Um, and then you get it down to half health, and it hasn't used its breath weapon yet. Very specifically, it hasn't used it. And it does like the "I've had enough," and then does like the breath attack. Mm-hmm. It, you are you are committing an action that is indicative of a creature now on the back foot, right? Because a big like an ancient red dragon. It's not going to use its strongest attack against, like, these goober adventurers round one, right? It's going to smash them with its, like, with its claws and tail because they're not worthy of its, you know, legendary breath attack. And then it takes it seriously, and then it uses the breath weapon. And then you, like, I would say, you know, hold off on doing it again until the very end where the dragon's like, well, I twice? I got to do this twice? Are you kidding me? Mm. Uh.
1: So uh, I, found, I pulled up the So I'm looking at the Ice Dragon now, which is the weakest of them all. Yeah. Um, and so War basically Hoover. one of the things, so actually a couple of different things with the MCM shit. Uh, so you, so the legendary monsters, besides the, the action villain action shit, they also change how legendary resistance works, where usually the boss has to give up something in order to do the legendary resistance. But then the boss also gains like an additional effect. Like so this one, the dragon. The uh, you know when the ice dragon fails a saving throw, it can succeed instead. When it does, its speed is half and it can't take disengage action until the end of its next turn. So this one, like, this ice dragon gets slowed, basically, from succeeding a like a legendary resistance, which is cool. It's different. And it also be it also gives the players like a little hope, like, oh, shit, the boss is weak, you know, slower now. We can actually do shit. Um, they also get like other like, you know, bon- they get a bonus action thing. Legend of most of the MCDM action monsters get a reaction thing as well, which also helps. And then for the villain actions like. This one does a wing attack, you know, strength save, take 66 bludgeoning damage and you're pushed Alright, so this one has the wing attack that does damage, pushes you 60 feet away from it, and knocks you prone. And that's the first one, that's the uh, the bait, your your intro. The second one is the whole, like, it summons a bunch of, like, frost giant, like, spirits, basically. So it just summons a bunch of goons. And then the third one is not its breath attack, but basically just a giant, like, shockwave of energy does a fuck ton of cold damage and then basically oh basically does like a giant ice explosion from it and basically if you you know you take a 10d8 cold damage on a you know on a fail and then basically you are now like in solid ice you're in a solid block of ice fucking Mr. Freestyle and you're taking another 10d8 damage if you can't break out of the ice because you're like you're freezing to death So it's like adding, like, I know a lot of players, sometimes people get it like, oh, you're having them do two saves at once. Fucking annoying. It's like, well, yeah, it's supposed to be challenging. Like, I, you know. You fucking deal. I don't know what to tell you.
0: (laughs) No, like, I actually, I do agree with that. The the two saves thing is kind of like.
1: Well, it's a save at first, and then it's a save on your turn. So it's not like you have to do a save and then immediately a save. It's a save for the additional effect. And then immediately after on basically each enemy in the area must make a strength saving throw or take, you know, this amount of damage. So basically at the start of your turn, because again, you're you're in a solid block of ice and you have to break the fuck out of it.
0: So. okay, that's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, again, that's just me. And I know now too. one of my one of my big issues with Wizards of the Coast is they're getting rid of legendary actions and they're just giving monsters extra reactions. Like one of the things people were complaining about was the Vecna dossier that came out. Oh, I hated that thing. Like (sighs) the adventure's not bad, but like the Vecna snap block is not a fucking like he's not a lich. I know Josh gets mad at me when I talked about this, but like he's not a lich. He's a fucking like level like twenty shadow rogue guy. He has a fucking dagger.
0: No, like, I no, I bro, I agree. I I do agree with you. I I cannot stand the Vecna boss stat block because moreover, right? Because hmm. yes, I agree. He does like weird roguish shit. The thing I don't like is that it's just not a fun stat block. It's just it, like he does everything about it. Just seemed annoying.
1: Yeah, he, he teleports does, and he, then he
0: stabs you and heals like forty five hit points. Mm-hmm. And he's got this crazy passive damage. It's like,
1: see, I don't mind the the teleporty thing because again, I, I've done it with my players. The teleporting keeps players on their toes and it changes positioning of the map. What's the one thing? A lot of people complain about 5e, uh, there's no reason to fucking change positions on the map. I might as well just stay in this one spot the entire thing. And it's like, all right, all right, dickhead. What if I fucking have the boss like teleport 60 feet at the end of each of its round? Uh, now I have to move on my turn. Ah, oh, so fucking positioning is annoying. It's like, you're damned if you do, damned
0: if you don't. Yeah. You know? Well, so what I my thing, right? If it just teleported, that's fine. The issue is that The Vecna, you can, uh, you can do damage to him, right? Mm-hmm. He can walk up, stab you, teleport away, and then has infinite casts of lightning bolt. Yeah. That's kind of the thing that gets on my nerves, is like, because. Oh, no, go for it. It's like, it's not even that's hard to counter on a meta level. Eventually, that'll just get annoying for the players.
1: Yeah, like I like his like evil counterspell effect that he gets where it's like he can counterspell somebody and the person takes damage. Like, that's pretty mean. That's good for like a super glitch fight and his one recharge ability, which is like the wave of like ghosts that he just shoots out of people. Like, that's cool. Like, otherwise, like nothing screams like the ultimate, like the first lich. Like he's just an undead rogue guy. And then I like I look he... at the Aseric stat block and basically he is like the Aseric stat block is a beefed up lich stat block. And it's like, OK, like he like, I think Aseric can cast wish like twice. He had he did the Matt Mercer thing. He has more than one ninth level spell slot. <laughs>
0: like, that is, to be fair, one of the best parts about having an evil like spellcaster at the end. Except yeah. more. More 9th level spells than the player's. Yeah, exactly. And then, hold that. like, that's...
1: But like Vecna can't do that? Like the, the fuck?
0: Yeah, I. Alright, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to at my next.
1: I pretty much agree. Yeah, I just, I,
0: I think the fight is, if he had a passive regen, right, if he, like, passively healed, like, it it can be a lot, like, passively heals 40 hit points a turn, right? Yeah. That's fine, but the, like, he does it on an attack, every attack he hits will heal him, and it's, like, so so you can just get... Owned by the RNG like now. Nah.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at so like he has the 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 dagger. Um, yeah, target takes 2d8 necrotic damage. Um. Immediately after taking the damage the target makes a DC ending the, the I guess there's a poisoning effect with it and then his whole like he has the vile teleport which is he teleports and then a creature one creature within 15 feet of where he teleported Takes psychic damage. And then he, re- if at least one creature takes his damage, he regains 80 hit points. Yeah, see, it- that's the thing where it's like he doesn't regain the damage you took. He gets a flat
0: 80. That's, a, that's in my opinion, that's way too much. Yeah. I would say give him like 500, 600 hit points and just call it a day and give him like a 20 to 40 hit point regen. Cause like, I guess the idea that they're trying to make is like, well, technically you can kill him in one round. And it's like, yeah, but yeah, you can, no one, a, nobody wants that. B the last thing people want is, is a long drawn out war of attrition. That's, that's not what you want. This is the, okay. You didn't play dark souls three, but there's a boss at the very, very end of dark souls three. Um, is it the dragon riding guy? That's the only one I really know. of. No, no, it's a dragon. It's called um. Uh, oh, Midir. the one, the one you can just one shot. No, no, not no? not not that. Oh, uh, it's at the end of the final DLC. Oh, I'll so DLC, the main okay, thing. Not... The main thing with Dark Souls boss fights, right, mm. is that they are quick, they are visceral, and they're brutal. Yeah, they shouldn't last more than five minutes. Hell, it, I it personally, if they last. Five minutes, that's a quite long boss fight in my opinion. You're supposed to go in, kill quick, and die quick, right? Mm. So the fact that Medir has a frankly ludicrous amount of health, and despite you it having the same resistances as other dragons being lightning, uh, in his case light because he's like a dark dragon, uh-huh. the strongest lightning spells you throw at him do nothing because he just oh. has that high resistance to everything Except that one thing, and even then, but, he's still kind of resistant to it. That yeah. boss fight takes like nine to ten minutes, <laughs> and it's just so antithesis to everything that a Souls fight should be. Mm. That I hate it, you know. And I, yeah. I, I do not feel like, uh, like d and D boss fight should be this long. Like that's what it turns into. Yes, because that's just sort of how the like the mechanics of
1: a round works out. Yeah, I was going to say high level D&D, most boss fights end up becoming a fucking slog just because of how much health a monster has, how much health the party has, and then also, like, I know for me at the end of the game, like, combat took a long time because I have, you know, five, six
0: players, so. It does, it does, and I I think the issue with the Vecna thing is that because he's got that stupid teleport heal, Mm -hmm. and he's got infinite long range, high damaging spells... That it's just that's it's gonna be that but worse.
1: Well no, so the the I mean yeah, he is he's got the at will like animate dead, the spell magic fly, which is weird that he just doesn't have a flight speed in general. Lightning bolt at will, like that's sure. But like as a DM, like I'm not doing lightning bolt. Like his fucking he's got a fucking the 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 rogue dagger that does a fuck ton of damage and like poison somebody basically he's got his whole like it's called rotting fate it's uh it's basically fucking necrotic fireball yeah 88 plus 60 damage so he's got like at one of his turns he can either uh he can either use his recharge thing if it's available his fire uh, necrotic fireball or he can cast the spell and then he can make two stabs, stab attack. So most turns, it just makes more sense. Like if you don't have your whole the flight, of the, the flight of the dam, which is a. Uh, Was it? he summons a bunch? It's the summon a the bunch of those things, thumb. the recharge. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So if he doesn't have the recharge up, I'm most likely on my turns just going to do the necrotic fireball and stab and teleport. And that's so, it. Like, I'm not even going to think enough. about lightning bolt. Like, invisibility, probably. Like, dominate monster, global invulnerability. If I wanted to fuck my players, like, yeah. But like, the the necrotic fireball. A, it's an easier option, and B, it, it just does more damage. Like, fucking.
0: It <laughs> does. So here's my thing, right? I think at some point you have to start using lightning bolt. Why? Because, because rotten fate every turn is not fun for the player. It's, it's going to be boring and eventually they're going to go, Yep, you're going to do like a hundred damage, and, mm, you know, like. Well, basically after the first turn, if the
1: players aren't like, you know, Oh, do like again, level 20, let's the hypothetical here. Oh, we saved up a shit ton of potions and the product resistance or oh, the cleric is going to cast this thing to make us all resistant to the damage. If they don't do that after like the, the second time this happens, then it's kind of like, you know, pulls out shotgun, shame, like. <laughs>
0: Well, I get I, I like the it's, lightning it's a like lot to assume that players are just going to have that like if a if a cleric thinks to take that with them, if they even have a cleric or something. level 20, kid.
1: that's what I'm saying. Level 20. It's like kind of like what me and Josh were saying, where it's like just like half the times don't even try and come up with like some sort of answer. Let the players figure it out because they'll pull out some shit out of their ass like by high level D&D that is, con- that is a constant especially when it comes to like these these fights, players will either resort to one or two things hit thing real hard and harder or they will actually like use their ingenuity and come up with something and it's like, yeah, I shouldn't presume the players are going to have something resistant to necrotic damage, but if I'm doing a thing where it's like hey guys, it's a level 21 shot, we're fighting Vecna like, if no one takes Anything that gives them the chronic resistance—that—that's, that I—I kind of put down on the players like that. That's kind of on
0: them. Well, so I—I I, I understand what you're saying. I do, and I, what I'm not saying is that you shouldn't pull out all the stops. What I'm saying is, is that, uh, it is something that you're gonna do basically every turn that does an ass load of damage, and it's the same thing every turn. Like, the thing that, like, that makes a dragon, like, ferocious, right, is that it has the breath, its bite, claw, tail, and its wing. Yeah. Right? It has a multitude of weapons, so the players aren't going to feel like they are just, okay, he's going to roll a claw attack. Okay, he hits. He's going to roll another claw attack. Okay, he hits. Okay, he's going to roll another claw attack. Okay, he hits. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the thing with Vecna is that because he's allowed to do... All of his shit basically in one round, and, I, and yes, I know technically not all of it, but the fact that he gets to do his two things and Rotten Fate, or his two dagger and Flail Am- to me, at least, and I haven't fought him, so this is this could just be me like projecting what I feel mm-hmm. like it's going to be. Fair enough. It just doesn't seem like it's going to be fun. It's just like, of course, he's going to hit me with Rotten Fate. You know, it's because it had that's his most optimal thing to do.
1: Yeah, if not that, the fly of the damned.
0: That's maybe that's it. It's not that th- it's difficult. That's my issue is that it's the exact opposite of what I want out of a high level boss fight, which is interesting mechanics. It's just damage.
1: Uh no, it just does. It, no, because it is like, yeah, it's so like the the the, the rotten fate one. It's like I said, the, the rotten fate one I'll give you because it's it's a fireball that does necrotic damage. If it kills somebody, they become a zombie under Vecna control. Like, all right, that's neat. Flight of the Dam is is pretty much frightened. Like they take was it the uh, con save. They take 88 necrotic damage and they're frightened for one minute. So that's kind of like, OK, it's like dragons have their frightened. um I forgot what it's called, the frightened presence, frightening presence. Mm-hmm. You know, the stab dagger is different. Like again, Vecna came later. As much as I don't like this, stat block like is way more interesting than a lot of other stat blocks that come out. It doesn't just—it's just damage. It's damage, and then it's a lot of annoying things like frightened and stuff. And at high level play, you know, some people do that shit. They—they use—they they stack annoying things because it's like it's the only way to challenge players. Do I agree with that? Not all the time, but there are some fights where, like, you know, again, you're gonna fight Vecna sure you know yeah why not pull out a thing that does necrotic damage and poisons you and gives you the frightened condition and paralyzes you I guess
0: well I think so I, I do still disagree but I, I think that goes back to what I was saying before right where I sort of don't believe that the point of high level play is to challenge players mm. it's just to throw shit at them you know like if you like so if, if here's the thing right if, if uh let's say the vile teleport didn't heal him but it made areas within, you know, so much feet of him, like darkness and difficult terrain. Oh yeah. Like a hundred thing. Yeah, Yeah, so he can start spawning these like zones where he can see you. You can't see him. You can't target him with spells. But let's say he can only do five at a time, right? Okay. That way you're not you as the as the DM can't just make the whole stage blind so no one can cast spells, right? Mm. you put them in, in strategic locations where the players have to move out so you're forcing the players to move or they won't be able to cast spells or most likely hit him you can still give him his counter spell you can still give him his rotten fate uh and flight of the damned but like you're you're adding something that's making the players think and it's not just i'm just gonna do an ass load of damage and he's just gonna heal because that's not thinking that's just like so here's the thing the players are thinking, but they're thinking in terms of numbers, which I don't want. I don't...
1: Yeah, they're thinking, we have to make I, sure I, that we're doing above 80 damage every turn.
0: Yeah, and that, I, I don't yeah. want players to think about that. That's yeah, that's yeah, the no, last yeah. thing I want. Because that that is promoting the kind of play that DMs hate. Yeah. Right? They don't want the number crunchy... M- most DMs, right, do not want the number crunchy power agreement. Mm. They ha- want the think on your feet. Something creative, gamer, which this stat block is not, it just ain't it, you know? Yeah,
1: and like even, um, I think Josh and I talked about it too with Planescape or, yeah, Planescape the Time Dragon. Like, they basically just gave it, like, again, they they talked took out legendary actions and then they they basically just gave it multiple reactions, but it's just legendary action, it's just the same fucking thing, and it's like, why? Why, did we, why are we moving away from legendary actions uh, multiple reactions that just do the same fucking shit?
0: See, uh, and th- this one has... Why does it only have one attack? I, I know what the answer is, right? I-, I-, I get it, because the answer that someone's likely going to give is because the dragon's claw and its tail and its bite are just three ways of doing damage. Okay. Yes. Yes, it is. However, it doesn't always feel that way to a player especially when you'd make them do different damage right mm. if the tank keeps getting hit with a bite which will do the most damage
1: yeah
0: and you can use the claws and the tail to hit the slightly squishier and squishiest guy respectively that allows you to like somewhat control the flow of combat and let's say the rogue gets like a cheeky crit off and does an ass load of damage. All right, cool. Bite the rogue and knock his ass down so the cleric will stop hitting you with the Ancestral Guardians and pick the rogue back up. You know? Hmm.
1: Because
0: eh. ultimately you're not trying to just like out crunch your players. That's not it. You know? like No, yeah. Uh, I think the time breath stuff that they do here is interesting. Um, Yeah. Uh, I don't like eh. like it's okay. Yeah. It's interesting, but it's meh. Uh,
1: yeah, it deals force damage. It gives them the poison condition. Yeah, it's weird because we we already have kind of a time creature when it comes to the with the andro Sphinx. Yeah, like this kind of like I think it's just it deals more damage, obviously, because, you know, dragon.
0: I'm trying to think of what it.
1: Or, uh, I don't know if the Androsphinx is the guy one. It it's the guy one, yeah. Yeah, it is the guy
0: a sphinx no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. um but the. Uh, oh, Actually, yeah. so I think the coolest thing about the Androsphinx is that it has the different roars, and yeah. each roar has to do something different. Yeah. That's awesome. See that that right. That's so interesting. I want to use that for something,
1: Yeah,
0: you know? That's what I want out of high level boss fights. And I look, I know, I know that it's not that easy. I'm not saying it is. But I am saying, though, that Wizards, you guys are the professional game designers. I am not. I do expect it of you. And it's your job, you know, like, mm because uh, I'm gonna be real the, like the time dragon is n- neat but it's a, still a numbers game and in is just a numbers game I don't uh, I that like was playing the other, that game
1: that was sometime. the other thing I, I wanted to I wanted to bring up earlier and I completely forgot um, this isn't just also applied to, like boss fights like this applies to like combat in general and, and like D&D uh, it's the, always the the action you know action economy That's going to always be your biggest thing, like for me, because I have six players. Like, unless I throw a like fuck ton barrel of monkeys at my players, you know, they're always going to win the action economy. They're going to have more attacks, more things to do than the bad guy. If I have like a bad, let's say I have like, I don't know, one orc and like five goblins. It's like, okay, so now it's like it's six V six. But it's like, all right, but how many attacks do the goblins have? How many attacks do my players have? So it's like a bunch of shit you got to like calculate. And if you do an overwhelming like odds, like if you let's say you have four players, I don't know, one's a fighter, one's a paladin. So and then the other two are casters of some sort. And it's like, okay, so like the two, the two characters, the level five, let's you know, hypothetical, you know, they're the fighter gets two attacks technically four if they action surge. The paladin has two attacks. Uh, the wizard has fireball, and the sorcerer has something-something uh, fireball. So, like... If you throw, like, again, if you throw one dragon at them, you know, and, and the dragon's not a legendary, like, you know, it's not an adult, like, their players are gonna shit-stomp it because they have more attacks. Yeah, the dragon will do probably do, like, a young dragon, let's say, will do a fuck ton of damage. But the the players have more actions versus that dragon and eventually the war attrition, they'll win. Now, if it's like higher level and you're throwing like, again, if you're throwing a CR 20 dragon at your level five players, fucking a bad manners B (laughs) like the dragon is 100% going to have more fucking actions than your players. So it's it's all about like again the, uh, the action economy. How many things can your players do versus the monsters, and that'll kind of like help out balance combat sometimes if you're like struggling. Because I know for a while like I like again last campaign I was fucking struggling constantly because I was trying to stick with the CR math, and now I'm like fuck this noise, it's garbage. I fucking hate you. Um, <laughs> and now I just kind of kind of eyeball shit. Like I think was it you or Josh who were like. I basically just go by player level, you know, for CR and like have it equal that.
0: Uh that's Josh.
1: That was Josh, yeah. Like that actually kind of like I know like according to Xanathar's that doesn't that's not correct. But it looking at like the the proficiency bonus of the monster and the amount of damage a certain creature does compared to a you know, let's say high, uh uh what's a death knight? Death knight's like Seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah. A death knight fighting one seventeenth level player, according to the math, the death knight is gonna shit stomp the player. But it's actually a very kinda like even fight. Like right now my player's like they're doing the, the Quidditch thing, and I, I mentioned this last time. Hmm. Um most of the the, the the other team, you know, the other teams they're fighting are monsters of equal challenge rating to them you know or stat block wise whatever and it feels fucking correct and my players have been like they they're now about to go they're about to have another you know match tomorrow but like the the stats feel fine my players aren't like it's not overwhelming for them like again it could be overly deadly if it's like a combat encounter with certain creatures but it doesn't feel like it right now and it's working.
0: I'm going to be a real friends with you, bud. Hmm. I just eyeball it. I do the weirdest, most Isaiah math I can't even explain. It's something along the lines of, right? It's it's this creature does 20 damage a hit. A player does 20 damage in two hits. So if every if there's a total of 10 attacks, that means the dragon has to do five attacks equivalent do the same damage. Mm. Uh, and it, so if you give it three attacks two legendary uh, damaging attacks and one like uh, uh, I usually do I'll do one low level move or slash one two level uh, combat control so like push people away or force a saving throw and then one level three like three action like fuck off giggle laser you know mmm And that, for the most part, like I have had players pub stomp some of my bosses, but for the most part, roughing that math out like that, it pretty much always has resulted in in any of my players, I I implore you, please tell me if you think otherwise, but like reasonably challenging but still fun bosses. Mm and it's never like and, um, this is not a call out but it, like to, I, I'm never trying to like challenge them I just want to throw shit at them to make something.
1: Well, that makes them especially
0: isn't that, in Hellscapes because
1: I, isn't sort of they are going to win them. the damage game <laughs> yeah but isn't They're that sort win. of challenging them like you want to
0: like basically what you just described is challenging players like yes but the, the, the challenge is not how difficult can I make the monster to beat you know because I feel like there's no way of winning that. Because you either you either make a monster that gets its ass kicked, you hit this super fine line of it was just hard enough, mm. or you just pub stomp your players. Mm. You know? And I personally do not trust myself as a game designer to get that middle ground. Mm. So if they if, like, for example, I threw something at them that they murked in terms of damage, but it like inverted gravity for two rounds. The players have to spend two rounds figuring out how to get back to the ground before they kill that monster.
1: Yeah,
0: I wash my hands and go. That was good. I like that. That was interesting. Mm. Again, this is not a call out anybody, yours or otherwise. Just to, like my personal philosophy on the the design aspect. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, hold on, I, oh, okay. I thought my mic was muted for a minute there.
0: Uh, that would be horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I was I was like sitting there like, uh, but for some reason my mic wasn't picking me up. Yeah. I don't know. I I did I, I gotta to show you the MCDM book at some point. Just so you can like you, I, you might might. Actually, I don't know. You're 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 kind of after this game. You're not really like looking to run. Ivy or anything again?
0: Um, I'm not, but that doesn't mean I won't, you know? If, like, mm. if something cool, like, hits me, I could do, like, a one shot. I mean, it's the Flea Mortals book, right?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, No, I'd love to see that. Okay. I still like it, like, even if I'm not running a game, I still, I I still read all the monster manuals that come out, because I just want to mm. see the cool monsters.
1: Yeah.
0: Shit, there are some stat blocks that I've seen from, like, forever ago that I used in this campaign. <laughs> I was like, I remember this thing was... Awesome, I'm good.
1: Yeah, I think there's like there's so many books now that like what I used to do is when a book would come out, I would like highlight certain monsters and be like, I want to use this thing, I want to use this thing because I think they're cool. Now there's so many monsters that, and again, because I'm running a very homebrewed pre-generated module, like I'm using like whatever like I'm, I was originally like I'll use whatever you know the the monsters that are in the book. And if I was running another like pre-gen, I probably would do the same. And then like I could add like one or two things here. But now because I'm fucking home brewing and I'm like, I don't know, let me look up fucking uh, undead thing. Oh, hey, this is a cool undead thing. I can just throw that in there. And like, yeah, see, I don't even know what I, source book it's from anymore. Now I'm just like, uh, yeah, Death Beyonder, sure. What book is that I'm, from? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, fucking ashes. Uh, <laughs> like, like, like I don't even
0: know at this point. <laughs> this look, is... I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, Chief. <laughs> I I have neither the time nor the patience to pull a uh, Sam. I just build monsters from the ground up and don't look at anything else. I just I can't yeah. do it. I just no, absolutely <laughs> not. What you got? All right, what you gotta do? Right, you gotta drive down Main Street about eight blocks, turn re- turn left on Westheimer Road, go another ten blocks, and that's where <laughs> you got me fucked up. No way. <laughs>
1: Oh fuck! Also, this brain blast. This is probably also another thing for the boss fight episode. But like, and I mentioned that I did in the campaign. Like uh, when you you mentioned the whole mythic action thing. Like you don't have to have a, you don't have to have mythic actions to have a boss that does a second phase. Like, me swapping a monster stat block, like for the second phase, like when I did in the three year game. That worked fucking beautifully. Like that was fucking cool. That's awesome. Shit. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. sick. And that's like another thing like people can do that. Like it like the monster was a frost giant. Then I went to the one from Volo's guide. The, 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 the basically it was a frost giant that had rage. Now, mm-hmm. like if I had the Big B's book, I probably would have picked a bit stronger frost giant from that book. But then instead I was like, all right, third phase, uh, white dragon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no for sure i like and you that's can, you know what you can, also that's good for that's good for the players yeah. who like who used to be dms mm-hmm. or like to read monster manuals like me where you yeah. just looked at the book so much that you're like oh this is a death knight. i know what this is yeah but then it turns into like a baylor and you're like hey what the fuck? what did that just do yeah
1: yeah also yeah and dms can always just change like uh i forgot what video i was watching recently where some guy was like you know. Oh, you know, it's like I fucked up my players recently because they were fighting a bunch of trolls and all players know that trolls are weak to fire damage. So what do they do? They pull out their trusty old um, fire, uh, flame tongue and they stab the f- troll. Little did they know that I homebrewed the shit out of this troll and now the troll is on fucking fire and it does fire damage and it's healing. <laughs> and the player's like, oh. <laughs> And basically the DM just swapped like instead of it dying from taking you know fire damage, I think it like was like cold or poison or some shit. Like little changes like that. You can like fuck with players and people who know like and read them like like you read the monster manual who like know certain monsters that are, like, I don't know. Uh, Oh, a fire elemental is weak to cold damage. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, this is like a nuclear gas fire elemental that actually gets bigger with water damage.
0: Idiot! And you're just like, oh fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> you know it's funny. We we had a we so I in the, the episode we had on um player agency that yeah, was yeah. that exact thing was one of the examples that said don't do this because it takes away player agency. So I'm out here just like, <laughs> oh, no, wait,
1: that ta- how does that take
0: player agency? Uh, I, the argument was that the players could not have come to the conclusion not to bring f- a bunch of fire stuff because there was no it like there was no information. Oh, yeah, it was the
1: uh, yeah, it's the separate again. I'm on the side of I I think you and Josh, uh, I think when we last talked about this, you guys are on the opposite side where it's like, unless the player like there are some basic things I think player like in character players would know. Like if you're like a level three character and you run to a troll like as a DM, I would make you like like I would make you roll like a history check or some shit just to be like, do I know that trolls are fucking weak to fire damage? Matt knows that trolls are weak to fire damage because Matt ran trolls in the last campaign, but now I'm a player. I'm level three. Uh, I was a farmer two weeks ago. Not need to fuck.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I still absolutely disagree with this. Although I think another, an argument that I think people forget a lot of the time, and this is not me calling you out, is like hmm. characters in this world are, a, these things are not mythical monsters. These are like, oh yeah, there's a troll three blocks down. You know, like. yeah. yeah, yeah. They are, they are, for the most part, semi-average occurrences that you have to deal with, right? Like, you have to deal, if you're a farmer, you have to deal with a troll trying to take your shit, or goblins raiding your house. Yeah, but So I there look, is a lot of it, knowledge that I think even a lowly peasant would know, right? Like
1: I think so, but I, th- I compare it to, like, the Witcher games, and it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, they know that these monsters are out there, but most of the time, like, people will, like, if a monster attack happens, it's very, like... It's rare occurrence. Yeah, everyone knows that. Like, uh, I forgot what they're fucking called, but uh, the big deer, not not the lesson. Um, no, not the lesson. Um, there's like a, it's like a big hulking monster with like a deer ram head or some shit. I forgot what they're called.
0: But oh, everyone, the bovine defense force. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something
1: like that. Yeah. So, every, like most people, when you talk to them in The Witcher, like they're like farmers and peasants and shit. Like they don't know. And then you have the superstitious people that are like, yeah, I know the fucking goat troll is out there and he'll fucking eat your babies if you attack a cow and shit. like, none of them know what it does. Nobody knows, like, does the the ram, does the cow protecting ram troll, is it weak to fire damage? Like, they don't know that. There could be stories and like superstitions and shit where it's like, ah, yes. You know, I tell like scary stories to my kids of the, the, the tentacle-faced monster that eats brain. And then when your players are adults and they run into a mind flare, and it's like, oh, that's what that nursery rhyme was about. Better put on uh, my
0: helmet. <laughs> Just like- yes. So I, I do see what you're saying. I think the big difference with The Witcher is that Witcher is for most people, a very low magic setting. And D&D likes to talk like it's a low magic setting, but it fucking I, isn't.
1: I think that's the problem. I think Forgotten Realms is trying to be the Middle Earth. It's low fantasy, but it is 100% like... It's not Eberron level high fantasy, but it's fucking high fantasy. 100%. It's high fantasy as fuck.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. The fact, like, the fact that you're supposed to be as a... as a wizard, you are a hmm. college graduate at level one. Yeah. Like... And there are the fact that there are numerous wizard colleges, right? In, in Witcher, there is one. <laughs> yeah, there's, one, there's two, right? There's the one for the, the the ladies and there's one for the dudes. Uh-huh. You got what? Seven wizard bar- colleges, and that's, that doesn't even count the bard colleges, which also teach you <laughs> magic. So, and you know, all of the the, the churches that casually have magic. Like, there's so much magic in Five E that I like. Mm. So I, here's the thing, right? I bet you what it would likely be is they wouldn't know specifically to, like, coat your sword in oil and that will help you fight trolls. Mm. But there I could almost every every peasant town knows trolls don't like torches. Maybe a troll ran through town and someone threw a torch at it and it ran away. Right. This is this, just, like that's simple. Right? This don't like is torches.
1: where the dickhead in me is like. Yeah, no shit. Everything hates fire.
0: <laughs> like, every- <laughs> yeah, everything does hate fire, but like or the whole thing of like uh, uh oh
1: no, or, orcs attack. What do we do? We got a bunch of torches. Nah, they're not weak to fire. Idiot, what's wrong with you?
0: <laughs> like, damn. Well, so like uh, what's another <laughs> like kobolds? Everything's kobolds are like useless and dumb. Mm. But like, it's like, no, no don't do no, that because kobolds are tricksy. Kobolds yeah. are tricksy. They will do some weird shit to you. If every time you think a kobold is running away, it's leading you to your fucking death. Yeah, Don't follow kobold. Yeah. So like, stuff like that I think is common. And there, the issue is that there, there are so many monsters in the monster manual. I th- like, reasonably speaking, I think uh, players should have a decent understanding of the following, like any, any classification of person should have a decent understanding of uh, beasts giants and undead right beasts because it's like you know with the with the 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 caveat of a t-rex right if you see for example uh a giant uh, I don't know a giant rat right mm. most large cities will have giant rats mm. in the sewers uh giant if you live like in a big area outside of Cholt, and they've got like hyenas the size of horses you're like nope that's just the big ass fucking hyenas that we gotta deal with that's just life you know I was saying I think in Cholt they uh
1: they just deal with dinosaurs
0: they do just deal with dinosaurs yeah fair enough <laughs> um zombies I could like zombies I feel like are pretty it's like oh it's a zombie aim for the head you know what I mean
1: yeah
0: uh and the other one I said was uh, Gi- uh yeah uh, I say why
1: giants cause like uh, besides Storm King Sunder, most of the time, giants except for hill giants and uh, trolls mostly deal with like the swamps, uh, but like hill giants, ettins, um, they, they're they the two main ones that I could see like most common people at some point in their life might run into because hill giants want to eat fucking anything. And so they'll go to the road and wait for the nearest wagon to roll up. Uh ends same thing, but instead they might try and rob you. Most other giants like fire giants like to enslave other people, but like they like to hire others to bring slaves to them. They don't like giants are very secluded creatures. Like a book might run over a fucking like storm giant in the middle of the ocean, and then the storm giant will be a piss and fucking yeet that shit to the moon. Yeah. Cloud giants are the ones that you can like socially talk to. Uh, but you're probably not gonna have as you know a good time because they're uh, at the end of the day they're probably gonna keep you in their fucking flying castle as a slave, as most DD yeah, so, bad guys tend to
0: do. <laughs> so let me specify, right? Uh, yeah. the I would say for giants, mm. giants that every uh, peasant would probably know about, right? Mm. Are uh, let me do the CR thing. Uh, ogres. Half giants, trolls, yeah, ogres, and yeah, hill giants, that and Edin—low-level stuff that like everyone would probably be pretty aware of. Same thing yeah. with like uh, goblinoids. Mm. You know, most yeah. people would know what a hobgoblin is, would know what a bugbear is, would know what a goblin is. Mm. Those things, if someone's like, "Oh, a goblins fight in packs," if you, if if someone were to tell me genuinely, like you wouldn't know that. It's like, how would I not? You know, oh yeah, you're only like people would think. Oh, you wouldn't know that because you and me are, for example, Matt and Isaiah living on planet Earth. But if we're mm. Aragorn and Gimli the dwarf and human ranger living in in Middle Earth, we would know that goblins like the dark and fight in packs, and that you can't really kill. A, like the a ring base a little different. But, like yeah. you can't kill the dark spirits in Mir- in Mirkwood. You just have to like, or the the spiders, right? Don't mm. touch the spider webs. People would know that because people travel in and out of Mirkwood pretty regularly. They hate doing it, but it's the best way to get to Rivendell, you know? Mm. I, I think, like, there, it's 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 lower level stuff. I'm like, shit, I, genuinely, I think most people would know what different colored dragons do. Right? Because they're such a cultural touchstone with Faerun that you're like, oh, the white dragon breathes ice and the red dragon breathes fire. Now, obviously, there's like, does everyone know what a blue dragon breeds? Probably not, you know? Mm. Yeah. Because they'll be like, oh, blue, it's a water dragon, and it shoots lightning, and they're like, that's not fair. There's Mm -hmm. no way I could have known that. And then the dragon's like, I don't know how you didn't. And you're like, well, sir, I'm a 19-year-old fighter with a rusty sword, and you're a several-thousand-year-old deific-like being. And then the dragon goes, fair enough, and then melts him anyway. yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think with with some stuff, lower level stuff, even some stuff across the board, again, mm-hmm. with the caveat of like aberrations, celestials. Uh,
1: yeah, like I think like, um, you know, basic peasants and stuff, they won't really know what they're not going to have the argument that most people on the Internet have between a devil and a demon, like they're not going to know. And then they're not even going. And then when you bring Yugaloth into it, you're like, the fuck? Like, no. Yeah, see one, that, like, that?
0: Yeah. That 100%, I agree with you. 100%. Yeah. I, like, I think uh, a learned wizard, like if your background is that you're a wizard and you've got 20 intelligence and you've got proficiency in history, I would probably say you most likely know what a beholder is, right? Because me- especially yes. if you are a wizard or if you're any sort of caster that has to use um, components, you have to know what these things are, right? Yeah. You have like. You as a wizard have to know that a beho- you need a like uh, uh, a a uh, a like tears of a beholder's eye to use dispel magic. You would have to know what that thing is cuz you like someone would, your teacher would go, "Okay. Here's the eyeball thing that fucks our people specifically. <laughs> Don't let it look at you, you know? There's stuff like mm-hmm. that." I'm just saying uh, I'm, 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 this is not serious, you mad. This is for Every DM, because mm. every DM I have, I think Josh hasn't done this. Time. Fair enough. Mm. I don't think Sam has either. Fair enough. Every other DM I've had has been like, you don't know what this thing is. And it's like, your honor, it's a goblin. <laughs> yeah. I'm a third level adventure. What
1: are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> I think uh, there was one point in the strict saving game where I threw like a, uh, basically a miniaturized version of like the basilisk at my players. And then one of my players was like, hey, Matt, uh, we are currently in a class specifically about monster like monstrosities and these type of monsters. Would we have the common knowledge of do not look this fucking thing in the eye? And I'm like, yes, you do as your class bonus points. <laughs> yes. So like that stuff, it's like, yeah, OK. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all I had. I'm going to real. we, we, we were yeah. ranting about monsters at the end there. Uh, yeah, not which, monsters. Um, or, yeah, yeah next session we're, we're going to go, I'm going to go hard on boss fights. I'm going to have, i have a whole, I'm gonna have a, a, a checklist and everything. Don't worry, I'm yeah, probably going to repeat a lot of points. We talked about here because we went way more to diesel than I thought we would, but that's fine. We're yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can go even harder. Hell yeah. um, yeah, that's us. So this is kind of a quick end. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no final. <laughs> no, no final thoughts. Oh, uh, final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Make your boss fights interesting. Don't worry about the numbers too much. Ever, ever as long as people are having fun, your money. Yeah. Uh, I will. Uh,
1: I will. Oh, uh, what's the you know the XP level three video where that's like the Giga Chad DM. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know a lot of people. It's a big argument too but don't do I know like because I've said I like I fudge like the monster's health mostly for fights if I feel like a fight is going too long I'll I'll take off a chunk of health if I feel like the fight is not going long enough I'll add some health but I don't don't I really do not like the whole like you know at the end of the video where he's like Oh, I just give like, you know, I make sure everybody gets to do one cool thing in combat and then I make sure about the, the monster does one cool thing in combat. And then if like someone does something real epic, then I'll just have the fight end. Just not even like track hit points. I'm like, ah, that's I don't know. I mean, I get it, but also I, I really
0: don't like that. That it just ends.
1: Yeah, no. So basically what he like, the, the, the idea is as long as everybody has done one cool thing and then the boss gets to like, you know, let its ultimate out, let's say it's a dragon and then after that after though that checkbox has been done, then if one player like gets a crit or they do a cool maneuver they think outside the box and like attack the boss, then the boss just dies.
0: I actually don't hate that, I'm gonna be real. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, because it, it, it puts ultimate control of the flow of the fight in the dm's hands
1: yeah but that's not Which D&D, if you're worried then. about it's like that's like, a different like i forgot what game because there's a game that actually does that system um that basically has that where not dungeon world i got gosh my notch you know um like I, again i get the appeal of it i just don't like it for i don't my games D. i don't know It also just well, it kind of makes what the players actions do like yeah, it's like, oh, if the players pop off and they do something really cool. But then I just like, but then there's no point of having like damage and like math, and, like that, like the hitting. Like, I know someone doesn't like math, but, like then what the fuck is the point of like trying to attack the mon- like trying to do damage to the monster? What's the point of all these spells I have to like, you know, hit the thing? Uh, it uh, just brings I- up a lot of like questions that I'm kind of like,
0: uh eh. I would put forth this to you, my friend. Mm -hmm. I think in that situation, the roles and damage that the players are doing are actually paramount. Because if they're doing a lot of damage, right, Mm. and they're pub stomping the thing, and like it would have been dead 10 times over, you can sort of draw the boss fight out a little bit longer. And then once the players have done all their cool stuff, and then someone gets the crit, which is a lot of damage... You let them thing die. Versus if they're not really doing a whole lot, but they got to do some really cool stuff and you had some really cool moments. And then let's say a player, you know, it's like, all right, well, I didn't want to use this, but they pull out like a flame strike, like the big fire pillar. That's a really cool way to end the game. And the players have at that point either exhausted a lot of their resources. Maybe some of them have gone down. Mm. It puts everything on the players and you can pretty much perfectly control the flow of it. Which, true, I will I will not even hold you. That is not technically DD. I'll give you that, for sure.
1: It also but, feels kind of like, it's the thing I really harp on, too, because I know Josh pushes back on this a lot, too, when it comes to the whole, like... And I'm, I'm guilty, because I did that towards the end of the three-year game and I had to stop myself, where it's like, hey, you're not writing a novel, you're writing an adventure with your friends, uh... You fucking stop that shit. The DM, as much as like the DM does a lot, and they control like again, yeah, they control the world, all that shit. I think this is a team game. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like the combat being 100% controlled by the DM. Show you know when it's like basically when I say like the game like the fight ends, it ends like type of I don't know. It feels weird to me.
0: Uh, I mean, I get it. I do. Um, I think in that instance, though, you're not, you don't have to worry as much to like the, you're not writing a novel because you're not forcing the players to experience your world. Right. You are putting Mm -hmm. it on the, like you are allowing the players to pull out their biggest guns and do the biggest hits. And then when the players have, are satisfied with what they've done. Then you end it, right? You're not yeah. you're not subjecting your players to anything. You're sort of putting their best abilities and traits on display. So in that instance, I think that's actually quite fine, you mm-hmm. know. Okay, it's philosophy. Like you don't yeah. agree? It is what it is. Okay. Yeah. Ed, what Ed?
1: No. P.S. Uh, yes. yeah.
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I did it at the so, yeah. That, that was the finishing thoughts, I suppose. Um, uh,
1: and yeah. don't forget to uh, uh, to follow us on your podcast platform of choice, and also the X Twitter. X no give it say, to no that choice. I can't stand. Follow <laughs> us on Twitter. We uh, just combine the words.
0: No, that's even worse. Xter No. Twitter. No, that that just sounds twix like illicit uh, materials. Uh, genius! I'm
1: uh, marketing genius right here.
0: Twix? No, that, <laughs> we're, we're, no we're actually gonna get canceled. No, cease. Cut that out. Not that right alright you All right, y'all. See you later.